Today is Wednesday, December 14, and it's been four weeks and three days since I filed for divorce. And I cannot believe how close we are to Christmas. I I don't know where 2016 has gone, but this has been the fastest year I can remember, and they seem to just go faster and faster. So I feel a lot of anxiety around my divorce. But one thing that helps me feel better is to think about things that I'll do in the future um, that I hope to have an opportunity to do. So there's a few things I've been considering. One is that uh, I have applied for the doctorate program at the university where I work and teach. And uh, I completed my application uh, this past week. It was lengthy application and had lots of moving parts. I had to submit part of my thesis from my master's. I had to submit some other scholarly writing. I had to have three letters of recommendation, which I got. Um, And so my application is complete now, and uh, I'm just waiting to hear. So one of the perks of working at my university is that you can um, take classes for free. So they've talked about uh, letting me do the doctorate, and it would be incredible if I didn't have to pay for it, or if at least I could get it at a greatly reduced rate. That would be fantastic. Uh, The doctorate program is three years. It's two years of classes and one year of dissertation, which is really exciting to me. I love going to school, and I, I loved graduate school, and I've gone to seven or eight different universities in my lifetime just taking classes. For me, education feels like a giant security blanket. You know, if I could pull up a security blanket over myself and feel safer about the future, it truly is education. Um, That's one of the reasons why I love working at a university is because I I value education um, above all else except healthcare. (laughs) But I've applied to the doctorate. I have no idea how long it will take for me to get an answer, but I know it's highly competitive. They only accept 40 students per year, and so I don't know what the other candidates look like. You know, they they pick them based on the merits of their application, the current job they hold, uh, their letters of recommendation. Um, They try to pick, you know, cream of the crop, and I, I get that. Plus... I may not be a very attractive candidate if they know I'm going to seek a tuition waiver. So I don't know, but I think wouldn't it be great, you know, if I if I wrapped up my divorce and then started a doctorate? That just seems like like that would be a good idea. So that's one idea I have. Um, the other idea I have, and it's kind of crazy, but I have a dream of opening a bed and breakfast, and I. I've done a little bit of research, not a lot. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos. I've read a lot of articles uh, that are available. I'm going to look for some books maybe over the holiday um, to really try to research what this involves uh, so that I have both eyes open and I understand the benefits and the drawbacks. Uh, A lot of those I think I already know, but... You know, my daughter's leaving for college next fall, and I'll have my son for a couple of years beyond that. And I could sell my house, and the hope would be that I have some equity. 
and find a bed and breakfast to buy and run. I don't know if I could do it. I, the money would be the problem because, you know, I've been married and most of the credit that I have is in Mike's name, which is problematic when you want to go get a loan. Um, but I have good credit. I just don't have a high paying job or a lot of collateral, but I might have some equity in my home, but I've been looking at uh, property, you know, watching on Zillow.com and just keeping my eyes open for the perfect opportunity. And I find places all the time. I find bed and breakfasts that are up for sale and they're in really cool spots, but they're usually about a million dollars and I don't have anywhere near that. I need an investor. (laughs) So opening a bed and breakfast, I think, would be really cool. And I'm sure it is very hard work um, seven days a week. And I'm sure I'll run across jerks who, you know, don't take good care of the property. Changing sheets, cleaning up after people, picking up trash, having early morning hours, late nights, um... I'm sure all of those things will happen. The other thing is I I intend to continue to play in my band or other bands as well. And um, I don't know how running a bed and breakfast would fit in with that. I I would want it to fit in with it. And I think that it could. You know, the bands that I play with generally play Friday and Saturday nights. Um, And I could set it up so that people could get themselves checked in and... um, you know, I could hook up with them the next day. But, you know, after my kids are out of the house, which is not very far from now, I could play weeknights also with the band. So I think I'll always play with bands in some fashion, somehow. Um, But yeah, so the doctorate and or the bed and breakfast. I mean, I guess there's no reason why I couldn't do both or all three get a doctorate, study while I'm, you know, have downtime at my bed and breakfast and continue to play with my band. I've always loved being busy. I'm probably too busy. My friends have given me a hard time about it over the years about um, how busy I am, but I enjoy that. That's what I love to do. So I have to start thinking about my long-term future what am I going to do after this divorce? And will I ever marry again? I, I don't know really. I, I don't know if I want to do that again. And I don't know, is it worth it? You know, and I don't mean that I don't enjoy being with another person. I do. I love having a significant other and a companion who's there, but you know, marriage, I don't know. Um, it seems like it's, really easy to get married and much harder to get unmarried and marriage can be a really lonely thing if you're not married to someone who um, likes the things you like and want to do the things you want to do and if I got married again it it would have to be to a person who wanted to play in a band or wanted to go see music or was a musician a person who would be willing to run a bed and breakfast and a person who wouldn't mind Um, either watching me study a lot or, you know, teaching at the university level, which I really enjoy. So if I married again, I would have to make sure a lot of boxes were checked before I walked down that aisle. 
And then speaking of walking down the aisle, <laughs> I don't know that I want to do that again either. I mean, okay, that reminds me of when Mike and I got engaged. And um, I was never one of those girls who wanted a big wedding. I did not want a big wedding. You know, I don't come from a good family. I sure don't come from a family with money. Uh, my dad and I went 21 or 22 years without speaking to each other, so I didn't have a dad who wanted to give me away at my wedding. And so I never dreamed about having the big wedding. And when Mike and I got engaged, we talked about not having a big wedding. In fact, we talked about eloping in Las Vegas uh, just to do the totally cliche, corny thing and get married like in the Elvis Chapel or somewhere in Vegas. I had never been to Las Vegas, but um, we talked about doing that. We also joked, almost seriously joked about, um, you know, we worked together at Fleischman Hillard and we said, yeah, let's just walk across the street to the Justice of the Peace and get married over our lunch hour. And then come back and tell people, yeah, you know, how was your lunch? Oh, good. How was yours? Oh, well, I... Oh, I got married. And then, like, just finish out your work day. You know, we, we joked about that. And neither one of us wanted to spend the money on a big wedding. But that's not how things turned out. As it turned out, um, you know, we told Mike's parents we were engaged. They were clearly not happy about that. We got no congratulations we got no hugs. We got nothing. We told them, and it landed like a lead balloon. Anyway, um, then when we started talking about, you know, how we were going to get married, you know, then his mother wanted um, to invite some people. She talked about she wanted to come, and then Mike's, Mike said, well, I have to invite my parents, and I have to invite my brothers. And I said, well, we're not going to take those people to Las Vegas, you know, and they probably don't want to go to the justice of the peace and then, okay well then maybe we should have a small wedding well maybe we should get married at the vfw well maybe we should you know and then all then it started to snowball and i realized you know if mike invites people from his family then i have to invite people from my family and then all the fighting began over the guest list and then we decided okay he would invite a hundred and i would invite a hundred and then I had this whole thing of, with my family, well, if you invite so-and-so, I'm not coming. And that was very hurtful. And I did not invite my dad, and um, which was fine. I didn't, I didn't want him there. I invited my brother and sisters. Um, both of my sisters were in my wedding, and uh, my brother didn't come. He didn't really have the means to, and we weren't close at the time like we kind of are now so but uh, the wedding is a great story for another day